everyone. Thanks for joining us. I'm Kathy, your host, and this is Through His Eyes, a podcast about learning to stand up and have victory over our daily struggles and our battle within about who we are. It's time we start believing in ourselves, changing your not enough into you are exactly enough, perfectly made in His image. We will together share our personal struggles and learn how we can begin to live our lives on purpose, looking at ourselves and our struggles through His eyes and putting our faith into action. So come along, let's get started. everyone. Thanks for joining us today on this episode of Through His Eyes. I'm Kathy, your host. Have you ever wanted more? Have you ever thought to yourself, why do I feel so unsatisfied? Why am I constantly feeling like there's more? What is it? Or do you feel ashamed that you want more when you have so much? Well, I have. And I remember getting angry at myself for wanting more because I knew I had been blessed with so much more than I deserved. I am a very grateful person, and I know what I have and who I am is only by the grace of God, but I still longed for more. I've been a Christian for years, but still felt like I was missing something. When I started this journey of searching myself through His eyes, I began to see what it is that He has called us to do to be complete, and I began to put practices in place that put God first, and it has totally changed me and my desire for more. I still desire more, but now I desire more of Him in my life. And with that, I have found peace and contentment in my life and with myself like never before. So I wanted to share with you how I started this process of getting to know Jesus. First, I asked God to change me and to make me different. I asked Him to help me become who He wanted me to be. I asked Him to open my eyes to see myself and others the way that He sees us and to help me on this journey of finding His will for my life. And I promised that I would do my best, but that he would have to do the rest, but that I was willing to be used by him. So because I said I would do my best, I felt like I had to take the first step. I had to start with something. So I started with the book he gave us, the Bible. I started by sitting aside 30 minutes a day, and I had to make myself do this. I am so busy, and this was not a small task for me to find an extra 30 minutes a day. But I promised I would do my best, so that's what I did. I decided to get up 30 minutes earlier every day so that I would have time to read my Bible. If you don't have a good study Bible, I encourage you to get one. They can be very helpful in understanding the scriptures and how they apply them to your life. The King James Version just wasn't doing it for me. There's many versions out there that are more understandable and can be easier for you. Also, having that one certain place that you go where you can be alone and read, you will find that it becomes easier and you will desire more and more time with him. I have two chairs and a small end table in my bedroom, and that's where I keep my Bible and my journals. And this is where I go every morning, no matter what's happening in the rest of the house, I go there first. In the beginning, it was 30 minutes, and now it's hard to leave after an hour. I love my time alone with the Lord and just give me coffee and Jesus in the morning and I'm a happy mama. I travel a lot with my job and sometimes I get out of my routine while I'm on the road. And it is so sweet to come home and sit in that chair with him. It's like his arms just wrap around me. When we were building our house, me and my family came during the construction of the framing of the walls and we wrote scriptures on every board that would be a wall in this entire house. And in this corner where I knew that I would be sitting studying his word, 
I wrote those scriptures that were special to me in my journey. And now when I sit here in this chair, I know I'm surrounded by his words and his promises. I've had friends sit here with me and say how peaceful and comforting it is. So even if you don't have a chair or a room made specifically for your reading, find a space that's comfortable for you and make it your place to seek him. Also, you need to find a good study book that fits you. There is a lot of them out there and some of them are hard, some of them are difficult, some of them are really deep. But the one that I started with that has really been helpful is the New Testament commentary by Charles Swindle. These make it so easy to understand each verse and you begin to learn in each chapter what you read. He does a great job at taking each chapter and breaking down every verse and putting meaning to it and then showing you how to apply it to you and your life. Also, write in your Bibles. Don't be afraid to write in your Bibles and highlight in them. Write your thoughts in the margin. I love to open my Bible and see my notes from previous studies. Get a journal book and write a small bit about what you've learned after each chapter as well. It helps to put it into better perspective for yourself. My girls and I love journal books and are always on the search for that perfect one. It's kind of gotten to be our thing. My girls also love to journal during church. Theirs are so much more colorful and fun to read than mine. I will cherish their journals and mine and keep them forever. And so will they someday. Their kids and maybe even their grandkids will get to read about their mother and their grandmother's faith and how they grew to love the Lord and how we applied his word to our lives during these years of our life. The second place to pour him into yourself is your entertainment. What are you filling your head with? What music are you listening to? What movies are you watching? What people are you hanging out with? All of these things you are pouring into yourself. Choose to pour his things into you instead of worldly things. You might have to prune some things out of your life to make room for more of him. I did. Sometimes that's not easy to do because we're such creatures of habit. But trust me when I say you'll be glad you did. For instance, I don't watch TV much anymore in the evenings. I would rather pour him into me than most of the stuff on the television. I also love music, all kinds, and I drive a lot. So I made a commitment to only listen to Christian music for one year. I always keep my car on that one station. And I also started creating a playlist of all the Christian music that I liked. And it filled me with him and his sweet promises. And it provided a place of worship I could go to whenever I wanted. Yes, I'm the crazy lady with my hands lifted up high in the car, singing my heart out. If you ever see me going to the grocery store, that's me. It's amazing what God will do when you seek him. Now, I don't exclusively listen and watch Christian stuff, but the more I do, the more I want to. And it does open doors for God to make himself present in my life. I'll keep a page on my website of my favorite amazing worship songs that take me to his feet broken and ready to be made new in him. In Colossians 3.1, it says, Seek eternal treasures that are above where Christ is. Set your minds and keep them set on what is above not on the things that are of the earth, for your new life is hidden in Christ. Third place to pour more of him into yourself is to find a Christian author that you like and read some books on becoming a better you. There are many good Christian writers out there. My personal favorite is Joyce Myers, and I have read a book of hers that I will forever promote to anyone. It's called How to Hear from God. It has changed my life all three times I've read it. Yes, three times, and I'll probably read it a fourth time. I'll share with you all my favorite books that I recommend on my website if you're interested in taking a look. Fourth place to pour more of him into yourself is learning to talk to him during your day. 
it will change the way you do things. You will find yourself seeking him like a close friend, asking for his help before you make a decision or doing something important. Visiting with him and praying throughout your day is like talking to a friend. It will open the door for him helping you and using you to help others. So friends, start your day by talking to him before you get out of bed in the early morning, praying for the day and for him to use you and to teach you. Then study his word for 30 to 45 minutes a day whenever you can fit it in. It doesn't have to be in the morning, but make sure you do it. And start talking to him throughout your day. Listening to his promises through music during your day will keep him in your mind more. And then reading how to be a better you through him in the evenings will start you on a journey of seeking him. If you're diligent to seek God, you will get to know him in a deeper way. He will manifest himself to you. God wants to refresh your spirit. He is waiting for you. Ask, then seek, and be patient to wait on him. But waiting doesn't mean doing nothing. It means to be constantly seeking him and listening, learning to listen for his voice. Be ready to be used by him. Trust me when I say be ready. When you begin to seek him with your whole heart, he will be found and he will begin to use you in mighty ways if you will follow his leading. You will find yourself on an amazing journey with him. When he begins to change you, others will see this change in you and this will become your testimony for others to see his light shining through you. Ready, set, go. You'll never be the same. Blessings and love until next time on Through His Eyes.